0: to shaken and disturbed on this lovely Sunday morning if John has not switched the AM-PM, which you know my mom is going to get on you about if you keep switching those AMs and PMs. Because my mom needs us for the morning walk, John. My mom needs us. You weren't ready. (laughs) This is on you. No, it's true. And so I think that it's... I think you deserve the punishment here, right? I mean, like, if you fuck up and my mom is pissed... Yeah. She's mad at me. And that just... I, 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 I don't want that. You don't want that, I don't want that. It, in your life? It was the day after my mom's birthday last time when we were <sighs> birth, She woke up on Sunday feeling great, feeling her 70th, and she didn't have us for our Monday for her morning walk on Sunday. She had to do it on Monday morning, which is fine. Yeah. But did I throw your ass under the bus? Yes, I did. Yes, of course you did. it wasn't on me. It was just on you. Um, But we're... I feel like we're officially, officially back, even though we were back last week. I feel like yeah. this is like the start of our new summer sketch, and it's good to see sure. you. I'm, as always, I'm Darren Carp, Daddy Cat, and I'm here with Mama Bear. That's right. J-Bone, JT, J-Money, J-Thrasher.
1: J-Thrasher. Hi, everyone. Listen, were you just making the joke Sunday morning because that's when the episode came out, or do you actually think it's Sunday morning right now?
0: No, like that, Sunday morning because that's when okay. the episode comes out. Because I
1: just want to say it's Monday afternoon, and I was really worried Darren thought it was Sunday morning <laughs> for a second.
0: That would be bad. That would be really bad. bad. And we were gonna have to stop
1: recording. Yeah. It was crazy.
0: That Um, would be a true crime travesty. But we can't go the other name of our podcast, True Crime Travesty. I
1: don't hey, not a bad name. I don't hate it. I don't hate (laughs) it. I don't hate it yeah shout out to your mom we talk a little bit about her uh birthday on nmr so like we, you know go. this over is there. just for the
0: murder case that's right? right this is just for announcements and murder case you have to <laughs> scroll on over to our nmr yeah. not my radishes not murder related mm-hmm. which usually drops on thursdays sometimes fridays sometimes fridays frankly sometimes
1: saturday it just depends on on frankly my life schedule because listen He's I come, kind of life I come here and I talk on this microphone and then I do a lot of other stuff for the show okay guys and sometimes life gets in the way but normally it's a Thursday yeah, you're right
0: normally it's a Thursday and uh, before we get to our announcements up top a little housekeeping we'll go right into the case. I want everyone to know that when John and I hopped on the zoom today, yeah. John was wearing a hat. Yeah. And I said, oh, my God, you're in a hat. And he was like, well, do you know what the hat is? And, John, did I get it right?
1: You got it right. I have a symbol on my hat that only people who are certain fans of this certain genre will know what it is. And Darren nailed it. She said, is that WandaVision? And I gave Thank it to you. her. It's technically the Scarlet Witch, but, yes, WandaVision. Um, so I was really proud it's of you. It's
0: Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen, yes.
1: the fandom. Yeah, of course. I got it. Which you're the you're the fan president of that fan club, right?
0: I mean – Basically, I mean, if it's either Olivia Newton John or Elizabeth Olson as Wanda, that's <laughs> there the you Present enough. And if you guys want to see what we look like on Zoom, oh my
1: god, now's the time! We're so excited! Now,
0: now's the time. It is June. Happy Pride. We are doing a Pride live, live stream. stream for
1: Patreon.
0: That's right. This Wednesday, June 29th, tw- Wednesday the 29th. Yes, Chuck? that's correct. Tw- yes, this okay. Wednesday. He checked. He checked the calendar Wednesday the 29th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We know it can be kind of rough. Around the country because it's like five o'clock LA time. Sometimes we have international people. It's just that like any later, the East Coasters will get met, will be pissed at us because we have kids. So we try and find that sweet spot. We usually go for about an hour. This is for the super pan, super fan super fan
1: <laughs> super fan
0: or truly disturbed tears on Patreon. Right, John? Did I get That's all that right?
1: Wrong? You got all the information correct. And yeah, frankly about the time thing, like we know it doesn't work for some of you. So you know what we did? We kind of were like. Well, we can't please anybody, so when's the best time for us? You know? Yeah, pretty much. But we are it. considering and all of your times, and hopefully you can join us 8 p.m. this Wednesday on Patreon. If you, as Darren said, are signed up in those super fan or truly disturbed tiers, you'll receive a link about an hour or so. Not even an hour, like 30 minutes before the, li- the stream goes live. So you can sign up any time between now and then, although the earlier the better, because you can enjoy Always. all of our content that's already there, which there's been a lot. Um, and yeah, it'll be a fun time and it's going to be a pride themed event. We're going to round out pride month in a really fun way. We'll give away prizes. Will there be, Always. will there be like rainbow, um, everything as gifts? Yeah, probably. Cause it's pride month and that's glitter, what we do.
0: Guns and cool um, yeah. things. Glitter, the only kind will, of guns we want are glitter guns.
1: Will here. there be glitter jock straps? Yeah, probably. Tune in and find out.
0: Well, I mean. And just a reminder to tune into last Thursday's NMR because John, um, oh
1: yeah, jock, talks about his straps. new
0: naked pickleball league that he joined, <laughs> and it, 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 it's great. It, it's great, people. It's great. But in order to uh, to be prepped for today's case, because it's truly shaking and disturbing me, we mm-hmm. have to drink.
1: We do have to drink. I took
0: off. I took off last week, but I'm back.
1: You're back on, on. The wagon? You're back on back the, wagon. Off the wagon. What are you drinking?
0: Is it on the wagon or off the wagon?
1: You're back on the wagon. The wagon is taking you into Drunkville.
0: Okay, so if you don't want to drink, you want to be off that wagon. (laughs) This is the party wagon. The
1: wagon. Party Oregon Trail. Full steam ahead on the Oregon Trail to to Drunkville. Yeah, and you're on it. And you're on it.
0: I really, I'm enjoying life, and, and that's all there is to it. I am having, I'm going back to my roots. <sighs> oh. Okay? It is summer. Montclair,
1: New Jersey. Here we go. Montclair,
0: New Jersey. It is, my, it, is it is summer. I'm having a little vodka session going oh. on over here. I got a little vodka with a little, um, like a, what is it? A peach. I, I poured oh. it in, and I'm trying to remember. Oh, Pamplemousse. I was trying to oh, think. Oh, okay, yeah. That Pamplemousse Love LaCroix, it. which is French, for grapefruit, so technically, oh. it kind of feels like a vodka soda mixed with a greyhound. So that, for those, that sounds delish.
1: That, you know what is not it's delish. very refreshing. What? Lacroix's watermelon flavor, which is called Pastique. Pestique K, maybe. I
0: don't love watermelon flavored things. You don't love watermelon. Well, let me tell you Never something. Never liked the watermelon Bubblicious. Never liked any of that Do stuff.
1: Do you like watermelon rind? Because that is what the Lacroix tastes like. It's not a watermelon flavor. It's like the sour, bitter part of the rind. I'm like, well, who's Ooh. who's in char- Oh, who's oh. in charge of? Thank you. The flavors at Lacroix—we need to have a very long talk because
0: we need—it's not working. We, they for need right. a Guy Fieri of Lacroix to bring in the flavor town.
1: That being said, Key Lime—I I drink it all day, every day. It's my favorite seltzer. I
0: actually like plain. You like, plain? like plain? Okay. I know, but right. I'm just not into the, flavor. You're not into the flavors. You're one of those types. It's
1: fine. And speaking of delicious things, I wanted to also mention. Like I told you before, one of my best friends tried those microdose gummies that we talked about on the show recently, and he absolutely loved them, and he ordered his own. I was telling him about how much you love them too, Darren, and you guys probably remember us talking about microdosing recently. If you search around a bit on the internet, you're going to find all sorts of people are microdosing to feel healthier. Our show today is sponsored by microdose gummies. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And my friend is thanking me because, as I mentioned before, he was thinking like he needed a boost with his creativity. And he had some, some issues with his anxiety, actually. And he felt that it really helped him handle his nerves. So, I mean, this day and age, like I said before, who can't use a little bit of a boost? Microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, just do a quick search online or go to microdose.com and use code SHAKEN to get free shipping and 30% off of your first order. Links can be found in the show description but again, that's microdose.com, code SHAKEN.
0: What are you imbibing I'm on today? I'm
1: off the wagon. Your wagon was going way too fast headed to Montclair, oh. New Jersey, slash Drunkville.
0: You don't want to come to Jersey? <laughs> it's the only way to I go. I love Jersey,
1: so no hate on Jersey. But I'm going to just drink water today. I have a lot of errands to run. We, I'm technically off today recording, so this is really a nice time okay. for me.
0: Can I just tell everyone, though, that... Yeah. Um, you're actually lying, because I, I know am. that before we recorded, yeah, you had to do something for your grandmother. I did, yeah. And your grandmother bought you <laughs> oh, yeah. some liquid substance <clears throat> well,
1: that's true. that you
0: have been drinking, and I think that you should tell everyone well, that you've been drinking, because it's not fair to lie to our- oh, Well,
1: person. listen, I wasn't lying. I'm I'm having multiple drinks here, but it's one of those Mr. Misty floats from Dairy Queen. It's like- it's like a slushy. It's a cherry slushy, but they put vanilla ice cream in the side of it. Oh, that's it's the
0: best. And
1: it's just that it's like a float, basically, right? I guess that's what it is. And it is so delicious. It's so much sugar, though. Like, I'm going to need to definitely go to the gym tonight, but the sugar intake is over the top. But it was so. It's pride,
0: bitch. It's sure pride. Good. And
1: then I was thinking, it's funny you said about the vodka, because I was like, a little bit of vodka in this. And then I'm like, John, stop. It's ice. Your grandmother bought you ice cream. Like, just enjoy it.
0: This is like when we got excited when Shamrock Shakes came back <laughs> um, right. from McDonald's. And we were so, like, "What can we
1: put in the to make it?" Dry yeah, key? we were
0: like rum and yeah. Shamrock Shakes. Listen, so,
1: not a bad idea, really.
0: Let's. And what also is not a bad idea is listen. We're nine minutes in. I think we should get to the
1: case. Right, we should get right You've into
0: it. You've been distracting me, and it's frankly it's unprofessional. Yeah,
1: you're right. No, you're right. Here thank we you. go. Let's, thank, go. let's thank, get. Let's thank you. start.
0: Thank you.
1: In 1972, Anthony Morley was born in Leeds, England. Darren. Oh, he was
0: born in, in Leeds. In Leeds. Do you know who? In Leeds. I'm not from in London.
1: Leeds. I'm from Leeds. Do you know who um, else is from I'm Leeds? not from
0: Ireland either. You I'm know, not from oh, Ireland.
1: Oh, that's oh. good. Oh. Our friend Ian, who loves the show, who is Irish, who first reached out to me when I was doing my Irish accent years ago. And
0: he was like, no, He was like, bitch.
1: you are really upsetting Stop. me and my heritage.
0: Yeah, yeah um,
1: right. He would be proud of you for that one. Shout out to oh. Ian up there. And I think he's the one that lives Ian, in Wisconsin Island. You might remember me talking about that.
0: Ian's going to come on our Pride live stream and he's going to be like, Your <laughs> accent better. literally triggered me. I feel <laughs>
1: horrible. He's like, <sighs> I'm already straight and now I'm even straighter. I came here exactly. to this Pride live stream to tell you this.
0: But I can want we to do say what we
1: can? who, um, do you know who else is from Leeds? I mean, if you had to guess, who do you think I would know who lives in
0: Leeds? I feel like some of the Spice Girls are from Leeds, you're, darling. You're
1: ding, ding, ding. I don't you're know right. if it's
0: Baby or Scary or maybe all of them. It
1: was Scary Spice. She go, There's a Scary
0: Spice. Mel B. I'll never forget.
1: Mel B. Mel B. One of the, um, an interview she was doing, I don't know, years ago, she was like, I'm not from London, I'm from Leeds. And it's always stuck in my head. Since I was a kid.
0: Leeds. Anyway. Okay. Well, Anthony's from Leeds.
1: Anthony's from Leeds. Uh, Melby doesn't look like she was born yet. 1972 was a couple years before her, I think. Anyway, from the time Anthony was very young, he dreamed of becoming a professional dancer. In mm-hmm. 1993, at the age of 21, Anthony entered the first ever Mr. Gay UK competition. Now we're talking. Welcome to Pride Month, everybody.
0: Yeah, I mean, literally, welcome to private. Although, you know, not every dancer is gay, and I understand that. Although it is a do- male, it is a homosexual male-dominated per- usually, field. Usually, in, sure. in males, yeah. uh, for, for, for males, or straight women. I mean, kind of same in theater. It's like gay men and women. Mm-hmm. But I do wonder, like... Is being into dance like if you're if you're a kid like should that be the first sign like even <laughs> before you know anything about sexuality you're like I'm into dance yeah. I'm probably not straight.
1: Well, my thing was when I was young I was doing cartwheels a lot, so mm. I think everyone kind of figured it out. I'm like, Mom, yeah, watch think- me doing cartwheel, and she's she, like, Oh,
0: gotta keep an eye on this one.
1: Yeah. Um, but Mister Gay UK is an annual beauty contest for gay men. Uh, regional competitions take place in gay nightclubs with a grand finale where all the finalists compete against each other for the title and the crown. You know, we see this, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be gay UK. We've seen this, it's a typical pageantry type of stuff, right?
0: It is, but doesn't it feel sort of outdated? Like, I can't imagine a Mr. Gay USA in 2022. It and probably
1: not, I mean, exists, though.
0: It probably yeah, does it probably exist. Does. And like, you know, there's drag queen competitions and right. stuff like While I feel like it's great that we can have that, like, look how far we've come. It also feels like this outdated concept in the same way. And I
1: feel like these competitions in the 90s were right. Kind of like what you're saying. It was like the place to go celebrate gay at its peak, maybe, you know, whereas like now it's more commonplace to sort of see and experience this type of stuff
0: especially in this time I mean in the 90s yeah. especially like thank god they have this I mean this just goes to shot in the times and this is also coming in the wake of the AIDS crisis so right. Good point. This was pretty this is very important stuff I'm not trying to yeah. shit on it it just feels no, like yeah. nowadays it feels almost antiquated
1: I I agree oddly. I hear you Yeah Yeah so 21 year old Anthony won the 1993 title of Mr Gay UK along with a prize of 1000 great British pounds which for those who don't know it is the currency just to be clear yep. in the UK and a vacation to Grand Canaria, which I've never even heard of, but great. Sounds wonderful.
0: Sounds delicious to me. However,
1: Anthony later claimed that he was not gay at the time of the competition and was, in fact, a steady relationship with a woman. Huh. Haven't I heard that a million times over yeah, the I years? Yeah, I know. I was
0: like, <laughs> but me too. It's like, oh, you like right. with a guy? With, uh, oh, oh cool, okay. Cool,
1: cool, we'll cool, keep cool, your cool, secret, cool, cool, sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, after winning the contest, Anthony moved to London. Several oppor- opportunities in the dance and modeling industries opened up to him after his win, which of course makes sense. You get more publicity. You know, you get the, the, the sure. press, if you will. And over the next few years, he utilized his newfound contacts to pursue his career. He eventually moved back to Leeds, where he became a chef, working at several of the area's top restaurants. Anthony worked his way up to sous chef and specialized in preparing seafood. Love me some seafood. In 1996, 24-year-old Anthony appeared on a television game show called uh, God's Gift.
0: Sounds like my kind of game yeah, now, show, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: between him being a gay man and him being on a game show, he's come to the right podcast here. Uh,
0: yeah, and being God's Gift.
1: Right, right. God's Gift was hosted by Davina McCall, host of Big Brother Darren.
0: UK. UK, no, we should say. Bro- yeah, yep. we got obviously <clears throat> got Julie Chen Vez here. Right,
1: that's us. true. During the game, five male contestants would compete to win a date with an audience member through winning a series of mini games designed to flaunt the, the contestant's sex appeal. I'm kind of into this.
0: I mean, you're like gonna, you're YouTubing old clips I'm going as to. we talk. I'm surprised
1: yeah. I didn't do that before the show, actually. Uh, of course. Well, depending on the contestant's preferences, the audience members available for dates could either be men or women. So okay, interesting. It's interesting setup. because
0: that seems super. And UK always. Let me just say this: like they are always ahead of the truly times in there in, in the office. In, but just like in game mm. as well as in TV format, always. Also, I think in terms of like the way that we view sex versus the UK. Oh, for sure. We are a lot more conservative, and even nowadays, a lot more conservative so, yeah. with how we talk about sex than I feel like the UK is in terms of like and Europe in general sex appeal. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Well. In Anthony's episode, one of the audience members in the potential dating pool was a man named Damien Oldfield. I'm nervous. Damien worked. I know.
1: <laughs> like, where's this going? Here
0: we go. <laughs> the name. You were just like, I'm Oldfield, just nervous. I'm
1: nervous. Damien. Damien.
0: Da, uh, Devil. Okay, here we go. Uh, Darren. Darren. <laughs> Daddy cut. It all sounds right. Damien worked at a phone company and was known to be an extremely friendly and gregarious person. Anthony and Damien met at the game show, in which Damien would later go on to star as a contestant in. Okay. Now, it's unclear as to whether the two men went on a date at the end of the game show or kind of just stayed in contact after their initial meeting. Okay. But but it would be over a decade before their paths crossed significantly again. Okay. It's so interesting how life works, though. Sometimes I it's like... I have to remember always, Nadine teaches me this very well, to like be patient. Like You just never know what's going on behind the scenes. And it could take six true. months. It could take six years. But you just like, things so really do come back again. I agree. And throughout throughout his life, Anthony never seemed to make peace with his sexuality. Mm. This is probably something you and I can heavily relate to, or at least know people. that. I mean, For obviously, sure. you and I are at peace with it now. But yeah. I don't know any gay person, especially, probably was born earlier, who woke up and was like, I'm so happy to be gay. Like, most people, it's like... It's a, they don't want to be gay. It's a realization, you know? like,
1: right? When you're surrounded by straight life and culture, it's and you're yeah, feeling you othered. But yeah, you 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 know, it's a it's a struggle to, maybe not a struggle, but it's something you have to come to terms with. And some people find that themselves in different places. On this topic, I mean, listen, we're in our mid thirties. I am at least leaning yeah, towards I'm my 30. late thirties, I guess. I'm
0: thirty four. Okay,
1: and a lot of you know. Let me just say, without putting anybody's business out there, the amount of people, my age. Who have started coming out now because whether yeah. they've realized after 30 some years that like this was all something they didn't want to do or religion played a big part or family or
0: or just society. Society it. in general, like, yeah. You look at you look at kids these days and like Gen Z and it's like weird to be straight. <laughs>
1: right. It's That's a, true.
0: And I mean that. I like agree, it's yeah. so interesting. And so uh considering, you know, this is thirty years prior to today, mm-hmm. So Anthony never seemed to make peace with his sexuality. He reportedly dated and maintained long-term relationships with both men and women, including a five-year relationship with a man named Sean Wood. I also wonder, given the terms now, would he be gay? Would he be pan? Would he be bi? Right. What are the options here? Now, Anthony's relationship with Sean was tumultuous, to say the least. In later interviews, Sean opened up during interviews about an incident where Anthony once attacked him with a meat cleaver during an argument about money. Mm. Now, according to Sean, quote, it happened after he gave some money, gave back some money I had loaned him. Anthony went to the kitchen and came back and sat down on the settee. And five minutes later, he leapt up and went for me with a meat cleaver. But unfortunately, he fell backwards. So it didn't get me.
1: Or fortunately, we should say, right?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, this is obviously Sean. I'm I'm quoting Sean here. Um, One, I don't own a meat cleaver. (laughs) Two, I don't think I've ever. I can't imagine someone yielding oh a weapon God. during a fight. Like I, th- anyone who is doing this, whether or not you trust them or not, this is a huge, major red flag. No one should be grabbing anything: a pencil, a pen, of course, a ruler, a stapler, even even something that is not something not as dangerous as a meat cleaver. Like it's not a good.
1: Sign. No, you're right. I mean, sometimes I feel like we get caught up in the details here of like our true crime show but you're right i mean this is a domestic you know assault type of situation occurring terrifying you know
0: well sean stated that anthony went on to smash up their bedroom while screaming i am psychotic get me a doctor it's kind of sad because of the mental health of it Mm -hmm. all sean called an ambulance and anthony threatened the paramedics with an air rifle anthony report had reportedly been drinking at the time of the incident his unconventional sexuality, using air quotes here yeah. for unconventional, seemed deeply disconcerting to Anthony, who has maintained throughout his life that his sexuality worried him and that he just wanted to be normal. Oh, I hate and I that. will say, I am sure because I struggled this in my own small way. Like, yeah. I always say, you cannot say you cannot say I lo- You have to say I before you can say I love you. I love and when you say you that. Not, if you don't love yourself or accept yourself for who you are, it's going to affect. Every aspect of your life, even even aspects that you don't think it's going to affect, it will. And Anthony struggled significantly with alcohol abuse throughout his entire adulthood, which he himself seems to attribute, at least in part, to this internal struggle. I would go far off to say it's the main reason for this. From what we know, Um, Yeah. That's just my assessment. And in April of 2008, Anthony and Damien reestablished contact with one another. Remember, I said it took about a decade. So this is now about 10 years later, and they're reestablishing their contact.
1: Yeah. So Damien, who's now 33, worked as an advertising manager at a gay magazine called Bent and was living happily as an openly gay man. On April 23rd, Damien and Anthony, who is now 35, exchanged texts early on in the day. In one of these messages, Anthony expressed a desire to take things slow, mar- remarking that he had, quote, never been openly gay, tried being bi, tried being straight, but never been 100% happy. Maybe one day I will find happiness, end quote.
0: Did Did you ever read Bent? No. Did you, is that, is I'm that not familiar, that with familiar with it. are Maybe- familiar with it? No,
1: I was never, you know, it's it's weird because when I was coming of age, you could say, you know, middle school, high school, realizing my sexuality, those kind of like magazines were kind of like how you enjoyed sexuality whether it be pornography or just kind of you know soft core porn or whatever you know the internet wasn't as accessible it wasn't as easy to you know go online and find groups of people that are like you even so i do remember like that era of you know media i guess you could say being a place where gay men went to find themselves, I guess you could almost say. So sure. I want to say you know, it's it's a gay magazine called Bent and like we probably don't, I mean when's the last time, I I don't buy magazines but back in the day, they were kind of crucial, especially for minorities and marginalized people that were trying to make their way into society like gay people were and LGBTQ people were, but.
0: Yeah, they clearly had a place, I mean I think yeah. lesbian culture is very different. Oh, okay. Uh, it wasn't like at least from what i know it right. was never like a magazine thing like those magazines right. for like are built for men. sure that's like fair. you know playboy yeah. you think would be great for me but it's really built for men yeah for sure i actually read playboy for the interviews actually they often talk about how lesbian so gay men men in bars but lesbian women actually men in libraries
1: oh um, i didn't and know that was like
0: our secret meeting place um you know and the stereotype that's is like so lesbians cute, aren't actually. fun but it kind of it makes sense because that was like are safe places women to go yeah, do that because it yeah. wasn't partying because there's still that aspect of like a lot of danger coming from partying whether even, right. a, even as a gay woman and so like those were the types of places that we kind of had as our an anyway just interesting well, in terms of like the behaviors as well
1: totally I'm and you know you think about the dangers of being a woman in nightlife i mean you know rape is something that probably women think of more often than men you know and it's something it's You're, definitely something yeah. we
0: think about more often than men. I think on average, not every man, not every woman. Sure, but fair. As a society, as a whole, for sure, yeah. And
1: I do want to say one last thing here about this quote where he says, maybe one day I will find happiness. Because I really love what you just said about, I don't want to skip over it, how you have to love yourself before you can love other yeah. people. and Say
0: I before you can say I love you. Yeah,
1: him. it's so beautiful. And I think... The thing about that is it doesn't mean that you have to fully realize yourself, right? Like we are all works in progress, um, in some way or another, but to love yourself means to accept who you are and be okay with it and realize that like it, it's not only okay to be who you are, but it makes you, you, it makes you an individual in this world. It makes, it makes you likable to so many people. And I just feel like especially like we were just talking about people our age and a lot of the conversations I've had with people who have recently come out to me is that they never knew who they were or they never felt like anyone would truly accept them if they did come out and it's like no people will in my opinion hopefully if you're being authentic and you're surrounding yourself with the right people people love you even more people love that you're being more authentic to yourself and they'll find new new ways to love you that are more Passionate and sincere, and who doesn't want that, you know? So I hope this yeah. is inspiring to p- someone who may be listening and may be worried about something.
0: And like that. I kind of always say, and then we could just get back. Yeah, I know quickly, we should. I always kind of say that, like, even if less people seem to love you, right, because of who you are, then those people never loved you to begin with, start. Yeah, and I think there's more power. For me personally, I can't speak for everyone, sure. but I do think there's more power in having like the people in your life love you for exactly who you are, right. even if it's only two people versus having 25,000 people love you for everything you're not. For a lie it's just that impossible. you may be telling. It's just not something yeah. you can kind of keep up Yeah, on. But yeah, I mean, in, in lieu completely. of Pride Month, this is That's kind right. of important <laughs> to tell everybody. So yeah, Here are a couple anyway. gay
1: folks telling you how to live your life out there. But anyway.
0: Yeah, exactly. We're <laughs> lecturing you, right. yes.
1: But anyway, that evening, Anthony and Damien uh, met up in Leeds for a few hours before returning back to Anthony's home. Anthony cooked them a fish dinner, and the two laid in bed, kissing, cuddling, and watching *Brokeback Mountain*, an extremely important movie for gay men in particular. But the which LGBT is odd because
0: it was played by neither gay men. I know. I think na- nowadays that would be like a no-no. I know. I never even thought about it that back then, though, because they were acting.
1: Well, you know, and you think, if I agree with you. This whole thing where, like, only gay people you can play to be, gay, right. I'm surprised by that I'm personally. I'm like, then but,
0: what's acting? Yeah. Right, then what is acting? I don't get that. And,
1: like, for, if, <coughs> and by the way, like, uh, not to continually go on about the gay thing, but it's like, I personally think we're all on a spectrum in terms of sexuality. So, no, we
0: are. So, we like,
1: are. whatever, wherever um, Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger were at that time, who are, who are we to sort of... Make them kind of stand on one side of the line or the other. You know what I mean? True. Anyway, just movie. throwing it yeah. out there. I, yeah. Love that movie. I remember going to see it in DC when it came out when I was like a senior in high school and it was like thrilling to like go out of town and watch a gay movie. Anyways, according to I Anthony, <laughs> after the movie, he and Damien fell asleep. As Anthony slept, uh, Damien began to do some sexual stuff. Let's just put Flate it Solate him. Okay, that's an in, that's one you way can to put say
0: it. That's a good That's a PC way
1: that's to put true. it. He began right. to
0: fillet him. Okay, fair. And Not
1: fillet <laughs> kind of him. That's why I was avoiding because I didn't want to have to clarify. But either way, Anthony stated that this caused him to feel very violated and betrayed and yeah, to bet. flashback to, unfortunately, sexual abuse that he had sustained as a child. And listen, when someone's asleep, you, you know, there's no consent there. Even if it's your boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever, you know, at the end of the day, if someone is unconscious and asleep, you have not been given consent, in my opinion. Maybe other people have thoughts about that, but it's just something you don't want to sort of cross a line with, in my opinion. And especially if you're someone like Anthony who says here that, you know, it kind of triggered some sexual abuse problems from his childhood. So, like, you don't want to walk down that line.
0: Yeah, and that also explains a lot of him struggling with his sexuality. Of course, and also ha- you know, having a lot of issues, right? Because it's with his like identity. Yeah,
1: how does what, how and who does he trust people? But this was enough because Anthony then woke from this and stabbed Damien in the throat multiple times, while Damien was underneath this cover, uh, underneath the comforter, presumably either during or just after the oral sex. Damien then collapsed on the floor where Anthony went on to stab him numerous times after he was already dead. Mm. So obviously this led to a, a charge and it led to a trial. And during the trial, the prosecution claimed there was significant evidence showing that the murder occurred after the sex act was complete and that Anthony had been a willing participant. You know, again, it sounds like it's a he said, she, he said sort of situation here.
0: Yeah, I mean, it would say something if the act was completed, if there was a sure. finishing evidence right, there, right. then that would go to show that that would be less of a an impulsive thing Re- being Yeah. being like, oh my God, this guy is violating me, fuck you, I'm going to kill you. Right, right. As opposed to like, no, nah, I'm going to let him finish and then I'll kill well, then- him. So that's kind of what they're talking about there, you know?
1: Right, and also you have to think, like, did he just have a knife under his pillow? You know, like there's a whole set of circumstances around how Absolutely. this occurred. Absolutely. The evidence includes the fact that there was no sign whatsoever of a struggle and that Damien may have been attacked from behind. Now, remember, Anthony's saying he doesn't know if he's bi, he doesn't know if he's straight, he doesn't know what he's into. And then we learn about sexual abuse. There could be a lot of anger behind all of this and, you know, bubbling up and building up to shame or something, you know, even worse. Well, Anthony claims to have no memory of the murder whatsoever. At around 2.30 in the morning, this is now April 24th, Anthony stumbled into a nearby kebab restaurant covered in blood and asked the staff to call the police. When authorities arrived, Anthony stated to them, quote, it's this lad. He tried to rape me, so I stopped him, end quote.
0: I mean, what we know now, this says to me at least, that this isn't like a... This isn't like a serial killer type of murder. I mean, obviously he's going into a public place covered in blood. He's not trying to hide from it necessarily. He's also admitting
1: that something happened, at least
0: killing him, you know, whether Mm -hmm. or not the rape were unclear, right? Allegedly, we don't know. Now, authorities went to search Anthony's house where they found Damien's body in the bedroom. On his chest lay Anthony's bank card. That seems odd. However, upon examining the body, the police made a gruesome discovery sections of damien's body oh appeared to be missing. now a nine inch piece of skin and flesh including a nipple Ugh. had been including a nipple oh yeah. had been cut from damien's chest and the bank card had been placed over the gaping wound oh dear another eight inch slice had been removed from damien's thigh as investigators searched the rest of the home they located the missing pieces of damien's body now in the kitchen the six pieces of human flesh were found cooked on a uh, chopping board. And on a nearby workstation, the police found the knife used to chop the flesh, a bundle mm. of fresh herbs, some olive oil, and a dash of seeds. A frying pan that had been used for cooking the chunks remained on the stove with remnants of oils and herbs still in it. Another piece of cooked flesh, which appeared chewed, was later discovered in a kitchen trash bag. Saliva on the meat matched Anthony's. Hmm. Now, on April—it's hard to say, because, like, cannibalism or, like, someone's response to this, like, Mm -hmm. obviously there's mental health involved here, and we don't know—we don't know enough to say whatever. But on April 24th, Anthony was arrested for Damien's murder. He later expounded upon the events of the evening to police, and and at trial stated— Quote, I remember feeling that Damien was on top of me doing what he was doing. I felt numb and out of control. I felt uncomfortable and betrayed. I was, n- I was not comfortable with having a sexual relationship when we only had just gotten to know each other. I can only say at some point Damien's body had just become something I would deal with at work. A piece of meat.
1: Oh, right. Is he, so was he a, uh, he was working as a, sh- a sous chef. Right. Oh, my That's God. Hard. Oh, my Dealing God. Dealing with
0: seafood. So fileting. During trial, a bit of light was shed on the nature and duration of Anthony's relationship with Damien. Although the situation was never really fully made clear, it seemed that the men had been in contact with each other for several months prior to Damien's murder.
1: This is just like, I I wasn't expecting it to go this way, and it's like making me so unsettled. But nonetheless, a witness named Steven Robinson testified that he'd been at a bar with Damien about a month before the killing. At the bar, Anthony approached Damien, and as the two were talking, Stephen overheard Anthony say, quote, I could kill you with these hands, end quote. Okay, I mean, obviously disturbing knowing what we know now, but Darren, you and I but, talk a lot about how we're always going to kill each other on this podcast. Well,
0: yeah, and I almost, like, I could kill you with these hands is like, I don't know, like, if I was working out intently or if I <laughs> was, like, a sous chef, I'd be like, John, the Look way that I am I right kill. now, I could kill you yeah. with these hands right now. This is how success- like I don't. It's like an MN- MMA fighter talking to another MMA right. fighter. That doesn't seem that sussy to me.
1: I agree, um, but and also it's just like the context of things. Like when you you read a quote back in the court of law, like is that the same thing as as the context it was meant? Rarely right. Does it have that
0: a, no. same emphasis? I don't know the answer to that.
1: Well, right. as Anthony maintained throughout the trial that he had no memory of the attack, the defense claimed that Anthony was not guilty on the grounds of diminished responsibility and provocation. A forensic psychiatrist testified for the defense, theorizing that if Anthony had indeed been sexually abused as a child, he may have gone into a dissociative state during the murder, which would back up his claim that he had no memory of the attack.
0: Well, that's what I'm thinking, because in theory, if they had a relationship, we don't know whether or not it was wanted with the fellatio could have been wanted then it changed could have been a theory yeah. but if he was sexually assaulted if he was asleep and damien thought that this was a good thing and he had been sexually abused and he had been yeah it's possible his mind turned off and just went into this fight or flight mode and switched And I mean we've talked about cases like this before like yeah. the brain can really protect you
1: from re-experiencing from trauma, trauma right
0: as best it possibly can and that does mean blacking out
1: truly but so however the prosecution also called a psychiatric expert who actually rebuked Anthony's claim that he had dissociated, the psychiatrist pointed out that none of Anthony's statements about the night in question referred to flashbacks or dissociation. So this is getting a little scientific here, but essentially this person is now saying, had he actually um, you know, blacked out or dissociated, he would have been able to say that in his statements. Like, you know, right. XYZ happened and a psychiatric expert I could, don't could understand right. that, exactly. So the prosecution psychiatrist who uh, also claim Anthony had stated that he had been assaulted at the age of 17, not during his, you know, earlier parts of his childhood. So, Although,
0: okay. I mean, trauma is trauma. I agree. Assault is assault. I mean, obviously assault of a four-year-old might feel worse than assault of a forty four year old. Or have different
1: effects technically. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But it's still assault. The presiding judge seemed inclined to favor the prosecution here, stating to Anthony that, quote, you can hardly rely on Damien's provocation of you as a defense when you encouraged him.
1: And they were listen, they were in bed. They were two gay men. They were in bed. They presumably
0: had talked for months. They had been kissing. There is a natural assumption of things. But again, if this had been a woman, a man and a woman, uh, would people have said that same thing? Who knows? Now, however, the judge did accept Anthony's statement that he was internally tortured and conflicted about the relationship, in which case he may have felt provoked. I think that much is probably clear that he felt tortured and conflicted about this only because there have been multiple counts mm-hmm. of Anthony feeling this way. But, and obviously he's had long-term relationships with men and wasn't doing this. So it's not, this isn't a repeat offense as far as we know. And I
1: wonder if that On information o- is brought up in trial. Like we know that because we've done I would research, imagine. but yeah, you would think it would. Yeah.
0: On October 17th, 2008, after a two week long trial, Anthony was found guilty of Damien's murder and was sentenced to 30 years to life in prison. Now, at sentencing, the judge reprimanded Anthony for a complete lack of remorse for his actions, comment- commenting, quote, I have not heard the word sorry in this la- in the last two weeks. Mm. As the trial concluded, Damien's mother, Denise, made the following statement to the media, quote, Damien loved life, and he has had that taken away from him in the cruelest of circumstances. He was so easygoing and friendly that to know Damien for five minutes was to know Damien as a friend. He will be sadly missed by all those who knew and loved him. Now, Anthony is still in prison, where he will serve a minimum of 30 years.
1: You know, this kind of reminds me that, you know, over my lifetime, and this is just my personal perspective, and I don't want anyone to think this is a true statement or blanket statement, I should say. So many of the loudest bullies, the loudest, you know, people who are so anti-gay, they usually come out as gay. And they've had their own very intense, deep, dark problems with their sexuality. Like I said, because of their parents, or their religion, or society as a whole. I mean, as look, a whole. At,
0: po- look at politicians, and to your point, right. religious leaders. Like usually, the people who are the most anti-gay and think it's blasphemy is because they are gay themselves, and, they and that's want, the worst right. part about this whole thing. And they want too, to justify that they hate that. themselves, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So you know this is just a really sad example i feel like of someone who has just internalized their their sexuality into the worst possible problem and, th- and then took it out on someone who you know was maybe trusting him in this very intimate moment so like i said this is why you know this is the sort of theme of pride and i would say gay rights to an extent because we want everyone to move towards the light right we want everyone to move towards their most authentic happiest selves that they can live a happy life and not feel tortured and not feel like they have to lash out yeah. you know and so sad story here but interesting and an important one nonetheless if you ask me let us know what you guys thought about this episode you can hit us up at j thrasher at carpe darren you know us up on our facebook group or of course you can dm us on patreon and we will get right back to you darren Amen. let's get into listener shout outs if you want to
0: yeah Ashley in our Facebook group posted a picture of a man wearing a cat daddy t-shirt. I saw this. And I said, I was walking through the park while listening to S&D and came across this awesome human. He didn't think I was too (laughs) weird for asking for a pic of a shirt. Daddy cat needs this. I need the the letter switched to daddy cat or the word switch. I would have bought this shirt in two of seconds. Course. I love this. I love yeah. this, and I love that you took a picture, cat daddy, daddy cat. Absolutely. I'm just
1: laughing at Ashley being like, "Excuse me, I'm so sorry. I'm listening to a yeah. podcast where um, the female right, voice, like explaining covers, it? yeah, is is a cat daddy. If would you mind if I took your picture, stranger, Ashley? And thank not you. even a cat
0: daddy, a daddy, a daddy cat. cat and I, right. right? Exactly. So <laughs> I just like. Actually, good on you for even remotely trying to explain it, and I good know. on Cat Daddy for letting you. Explain I
1: love it. our listeners; they always do things like this. Me too. You know, they're just not afraid. Darren, you recently little... celebrated Father's Day. Speaking of Daddy Cat,
0: that's right, bitch. And
1: <laughs> I saw many listeners were wishing you well, as of course their father, Claudia, in our Facebook group wished you a happy Father's Day, Daddy Cat. And I mean, are you just? embracing the daddy cat vibes at this point like where are you, you in know terms I of am. that okay i figured you were but
0: i'm loving the daddy cat it. vibes yeah. big big fan um we're working we need on to merch get we're working on merch
1: we're... you guys have made it official i love by the way that daddy cat and mama bear came out the day we started saying that the day our merch launched and i'm just like I know. too bad and this then I'm didn't like, happen, <laughs> like one week earlier
0: we're going to do it of we course are, yeah. if you want your own t-shirt T shirt. T shirt. T shirt. Yeah, you your T shirt from Leeds. Oh, i want from Leeds, <laughs> your T shirt.
1: Amazing. I
0: want your hoodie, a pillow, a notebook, tote, or whatever Stickers. you want. Click the link. Yeah stickers click the link at our merch store in the show notes of this episode make sure you tag us on social when you've received it because we love, love seeing that. that and we always love reposting it and it's really really fun
1: i loved our friend from australia last week i don't know if you saw i
0: love it the, oh i did you, with the sussy rat yeah
1: you kind of teased it at the top of the show and she got so excited she recorded her reaction and then i commented in the comments i was like just wait till you get to the end of the episode we're giving you a call out so thank you
0: that's right of I course,
1: if you can't buy a t-shirt, you can always support our show directly by signing up to become a Patreon subscriber. You can get bonus episodes, discount codes for merch, and much, much more for as little as $5 a month. And you can get it even cheaper if you sign up annually per month. So obviously, if you sign up at the super fan or truly disturbed tiers, you're going to join us on Wednesday night, 8 o'clock. That's right. For our Patreon Pride live stream. We're going to have a lot of fun giving away a lot of gay stuff. By the way, you don't have to be an LGBTQ person to join. Anybody <laughs> no. can join.
0: In fact, you're not allowed to be an LGBTQ <laughs> person to join. We don't like that. We've had enough we don't of like you. that group. We've had enough. We of don't you. like that group. It's been enough. It's, been it's just too enough. Much. We've heard we've heard too much from you. Actually, we had a really cool like exclusive merch idea remember when we thought like five shirts yeah and oh yeah tons. we're doing so it we're, we're on we it. might be talking about that in our live stream yeah. um and of course this episode could not be complete without our fabulous researcher me again <laughs> so let's um i'm giving all the accents to you today i, I was gonna say I you've
1: run the gamut here with all the accents
0: That's what I thought. Um, So let's do it on three. One, two, three. Thank you, Megan.
1: Megan. We need Megan back on the show. Maybe Megan will come to our live stream. I don't know. I forget how Megan identifies, but I know she's not straight. I know that much.
0: She's not straight. Yeah, we know she that. She is not straight. We'll, we'll right. have to bring she could her. could be on. murderer. We don't we know.
1: We don't know, but we'll find out. All right, we'll see you guys uh, Wednesday on the live stream. Please join us. It'll be a lot of fun. If not, we have an NMR coming up Thursday. It'll be a good time all around.
0: Please join us. It's going to be a great time. See you and next this. Guys, time. as always, happy Pride. Bye. Bye. <laughs>